0: Um, we're waiting for Pastor Taylor. We are recording. Happy Monday. Thank you for joining Monday Midday Conversations. Uh, we are very excited that you have decided to tune in to see what the, say the Lord on today. Give us a few minutes. We're going to go into prayer. Uh, waiting for Pastor Taylor. Okay, well here join us. In a minute, um, let's see here. Hold on. Let me make sure. He might be on already. Hold on, give me a second. Oh, he's in the process of joining. All right, no problem. Um, no problem. Okay, Elder Thompson,
1: go ahead and take us on in, please. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you today, and we pray, Lord, that this be a blessed line today, Lord, that this be a blessed discussion, Lord, that someone's heart can be touched, somebody's mind can be healed, and body can be healed. Lord, we pray that somebody that's not saved hear this word that come forth today, or that somebody hear the conversation and be really interested. That it stir up the gift of God down on the inside of each and every individual, Lord. That we all be blessed and that we all be uplifted and that we all be encouraged through what you're doing, through what you're seeing, and how you're moving in our life and in our ministry, Lord. Bless each and every one of our churches, each and one of our, every one of our homes, and all of our family members. And we thank you for covering us and shielding us and protecting us with your blood. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so we're going to go forth with our topic and just do a quick introduction to everyone. We have Minister Katasha. We have uh, Katrina, Minister Katrina. We have Evangelist Mother Mary. We got, okay, Mother Mary, hold on. That's a personal thing, but Mother Mary Evangelist. O'Bannon. We got Elder Thompson here, Weldon Thompson. And Elder, when we finish, if you want to throw out your, uh, your uh, you know, your blind for tonight, uh, just oh. so you put that out there. Don't forget oh. to do it. Feel free. Um, and we're going to get started. So today's topic, I put it in the inbox, but today's topic is called um, Chasing After Image or Identity you know, what's going on with image and identity. And as a matter of fact, um, just to get your perspective on it, because to me, the, the fact for me is that um, identity is really real here because as we can see, especially in our young generation, there is a, uh, seem to be a, a situation going on with the identity of our young people. People period, but I say young people the most, uh, just because of everything that's going on in the world. And then understanding image, you know, um, Image, to me, in my personal opinion, image can be a good thing, but chasing after image can also be a very negative thing if you're not understanding who you are and where you come from. So I want to talk about image, and I want to talk about identity, and I want to get you guys' um, feedback and see what you think about uh, what's going on with image and identity, especially in today's time. Don't all jump at once. (laughs)
2: okay
0: before we before i go forward i know sometimes we want to sound politically correct and we want to make sure we had a correct scriptural answers and things like that this is really just speaking from your heart okay um and yes if you want to throw in scriptures that's great but we're not concerned with how we sound we we i really want to understand how is this affecting you somebody you know Let's talk real, you know what I mean? We're not going to be politically correct, scripturally correct, quote unquote, okay? All right, sorry.
2: I'll jump in. Um, What first comes to mind for me is identity is who you are. Image is what you look like, how you want to represent yourself. Mm -hmm. And so the chasing that people chase image rather than identity is because they don't know the identity. So you're going to chase the thing that you think you should be. So people chase after looking rich, mm-hmm. even though who they are, you know, their, their true characteristic is maybe they have poor budgeting.
3: Maybe mm-hmm. they don't know how to deal with
2: finances, but they want to look rich, mm-hmm. even though th- in reality, they're not. Same thing when it comes to church. People want to look spiritual, even though they don't have a relationship. Mm-hmm. People want to look like they're anointed, uh, whatever looking like anointed looks like, but they have no relationship Okay. so it's almost like um having a form of godliness image okay. but denying the power thereof identity okay. i agree with that and just uh, uh
0: we have pastor taylor on the line pastor taylor we're talking about image and identity uh can they go together is there some type of issue we're having an identity crisis mm-hmm. uh with the world today what is this image mm-hmm. thing about is it is it all negative is there some positive in either or what, what how can we especially as christians understand identity and image. And then how can mm. we, um, how, how do we teach this out into the world? Because honestly, I feel like if you don't know where you come from, if you don't know who created you, that's the yeah. first problem, that's yeah. where it all begins. But um, I want yeah. to let you guys chime in on this. Amen.
4: Hey man, um, well, um, I don't know if you guys quoted but like Genesis, uh, mm-hmm. back in Genesis where it talks about, you know, when God created man, he created them in his image and his likeness uh, uh image is really uh if you look at that definition that means an impression
5: mm-hmm. you
4: know that that you that that you take on the form of someone you know uh when when when, when god formed us he he, go, he formed man for that for that very purpose mm-hmm. that he might that he might dwell and live in us mm-hmm. and that and so we 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 have his image, the identity is found in the likeness of mm-hmm. being like God, of of, okay. of carrying the character of God.
5: Okay.
4: Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, uh we 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 try to find our identity in so many things in the mm-hmm. world. You know, it's 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 so much that try to appeal to that. Mm-hmm. You know, the the you know I remember the old Gatorade commercial, be like Mike. You know, mm-hmm. everybody wanted to be like Michael Jordan. You know, <laughs> yes,
0: <Yeah, sure> they did. <laughs> <laughs> and,
4: you know, uh, uh, you have you have to recognize that that God created you who you are. That's you right. You know, and, and and that and that in itself makes you unique. You know right. that, that 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 He made us differently for a purpose and reason.
0: That's
4: right. So that 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 when 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 we uh 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 come together, that I I you know whatever I'm lacking or whatever you lacking, we we uh, uh bring our gifts and talents and abilities, our uniqueness together, mm-hmm. and and we're able to create and be something more more you know than, than you know just be by ourselves. It's not good for man to be alone anyway. That's
0: right. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we be toa. <told> yeah. <laughs> Yep. That's right. Anybody want to chime in on that?
3: Well, was you moving? Oh, your I, mind? I, I guess. Uh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go, He's don't... smiling. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> smiling. Go ahead, Elder Thompson.
1: You have something to say? No, I was just listening. I'm. I want to. I want to. I want to glean from the fountain for right now, and then All I'll right. say.
3: All right, all right. Okay, evangelist. Well, I was just sitting here thinking. Um, I looked it up on the internet. I'm cheating, okay? You're cheating. okay. <laughs>
0: we ain't gonna talk about how you was cheating yesterday, too, like that. But okay, go ahead. That's, that's why I said that. But look,
3: <laughs> and on, on um, Google, one part that I read says having an image of something or someone you have a picture or idea of them in your mind. And then I was thinking image also as being a reflection mm-hmm. of someone uh, or something that you want to be like. You know, when I was a kid growing up, sorry, y'all. It's okay. That's when it started ringing. That's okay. I'm right. here. want uh, to be like, some of the movie stars you see on TV, mm-hmm. you know, I used to sit up and daydream a lot mm-hmm. of, of how I wanted to be, mm-hmm. not knowing that God had made me in his image, That's you right. you know, um, want to imitate, be like somebody else, you mm-hmm. know, not knowing that I had an identity of my own. That's right. I hadn't come into the knowledge of it That's until something. after I got old, went through and come to meet who God was, mm-hmm. and in his word, he'll tell you who, who you are,
2: mm-hmm.
3: you know, but that what? image and the identity, I didn't have an identity of my own growing up, because I was always daydreaming of how I wanted to be, mm-hmm. how I wanted to look, you know, um, and uh, the movie stars had a lot to do with it, mm-hmm. you know, I hadn't really totally come into the church, because I'm going to just say it. You got so many people in the church. I know to be mindful of what I'm saying, mm-hmm. that some of them got an identity crisis going on, mm-hmm. you know, and I will look up to some of them, but, you know, as you continue to grow in Christ, you find out a lot of them don't know really who they are.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: We, um, mm-hmm. what oh. I would say is perpetrating a fraud, pretending mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. something that we're not, yes. because we want to be lifted up. We're, we're Puffing up and lifting up ourselves,
0: mm-hmm. 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 I agree with that. And I think a lot, of, a lot of times, and this is just me, um, and I'll use myself as an example. You know, sometimes growing up, when you have not received um, a lot of, um, I guess you would say, encouragement or kind words or affirmation, or you know, oh, just man. that uh, what a child needs growing up from both parents, from yeah. a father, yeah. from a mother. You know, you need that nourishment, you need that um, that support, you need that security. And when you lack that, those are open doors for the enemy to come in and try to tell you who you are. And a lot of times parents can't give you that because they themselves don't have that. Okay. Amen. Um, and if we, if you don't understand, like according to Jeremiah 1 and 5, you know, if you don't understand that even before you were created in your mother's womb, God already, he set your identity before that time. And if you don't mm-hmm. understand that, if your parents don't understand that, if a grandparent didn't understand that, then you got generations of generations of not understanding who you are, of who created you, of who made you. And now you got just a bunch of folks running around trying to find themselves. They try to find it in relationships, they try to find it in careers, they try to find it even in church. Because the thing mm-hmm. is, if I could feel important, If somebody could try to tell me who I am, if somebody could try to make me, if I can feel important in obtaining things, obtaining titles, obtaining a marriage, then this is where I find my identity. But the problem with that is when that happens and that goes away you get a divorce. Now you don't, now we we back at square one, but even worse, uh, that career gets taken from you. Now you don't have any more possessions. Who, who are you really? Because really when you become a child of God, that's who you are. You a child of God and you obtain all his inheritance. It don't matter what happens to you in the natural world, but in the spiritual mm-hmm. world, you are who you are because God put his mark on you even before you came into this world. But who can tell yeah. you that if they don't know that themselves, how do you find this type of a identity when everybody got an
1: identity crisis going on amen You're, amen yeah. uh elder thompson i saw your hand go here amen when i um when i think of identity uh, i think of, of different other words it's like to identify and to be identical um i think of, of different words that's with identity like you know when you identify something, it's something that you you look at, and you, and it's something that you that you know, you know, and then you know even with identity, it, it got to do with your you know your character. Somebody can identify you, you know, by your character, what you live, by how you live, what you stand by, your different fruits.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I was thinking about image. You know, image is good. Image is a, a picture. Image is a, is a is a imagination. You know, images come in so many different forms, but even, even, even um, identity is good because you can have your, you can know your true identity and then you can have a false identity. Mm -hmm. But then when you have your image, your image is, is you, but then you can, even, even, even when um, twins are identical, it still is a difference. Even though they look the same, Mm -hmm. it still is a difference. That's right, and that's, and that's what's good about us with, with with God, like like Pastor said, we shaped in His likeness and His image. That's right. But at the end of the day, there's some different, peculiar, unique, um, unfamiliar about each and every one of us. And even if you you know you might a person might feel like I'm not unworthy, I'm not nothing, I, I can't compare to this person, I can't be like mm-hmm. that person, I don't sound like that person, I don't run the dance like this, person. but every person is unique in their own way. Every person is special in their own way. That's right. And everybody means something to God. That's right. According to their own life and to their every breath that they take, every step that they make. Um, your image, the image, the way how God sees you, that's the difference. If we forget about the image of how we see each other and focus on how God sees us, that's what's more important than any other image. Good. Yep. I
3: agree with that. That was good. All right. I was just, just sitting here thinking, you know, uh, the identity and the image that we trying to keep up, you know, can be kind of hard. You know. <laughs> I see. Yeah. yeah, because you know in this program that I'm in, they talk about wearing a mask. Uh-huh. They talk about Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. when we go certain places, we gotta put on a mask and mm-hmm. a, a new identity That's so good. we can fit in. That's good. You know. And then once we leave there and we go going somewhere else, we now. take that mask off put on a different one to fit in where we're going at the other place. You it, it's like you're mm. lost. You're trying to fit in, mm-hmm. you know, mm. so you got to wear a certain mask so that you qualify with this certain group. Right, you're right. Know? It's, it's the thing about trying to people please and fit in, mm-hmm. you know. Um, a different mm-hmm. mask. I know y'all seen. Well, I guess it was a movie where. Oh, you talking about different masks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. um, it's like you you wearing different masks with different occasions. Like, you know, because yeah. you want to fit in. You don't know who you are, not for real, mm-hmm. until you meet yeah. the Lord, and He show you who you are. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, in the image of who you are. Mm-hmm. Until then, you're you're lost. Yeah
2: uh minister Kertusson. um i agree with what everybody's saying another thing that that uh, can be considered when you talk about identity people are not um comfortable or familiar with uh, who they are right and so it's easier to chase an image than to really take the time and become acquainted with yourself and your identity yes scripture says that um we were formed in his image and in his likeness. Uh, mm-hmm. But you have to take time to know what that means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if I look like God and I represent God, then who is he?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: What does he look yeah. like? How That's does right. he feel? Of me. Um, right. what, what is my obligation? Mm-hmm. Um, you can look like your father, but that doesn't mean you you have uh, his image, his likeness. You can yeah. look like your mom, but you don't have to act like them. That's so right. how does he act? And then in that... You know, we have to become acquainted with our identity. You know, I think a lot of times people know who they are. They Mm -hmm. just won't accept it. For example, people know that they're Black. They might not accept it. People know that they're (laughs) female or male. They might not accept it. People know that they're poor or rich. They just won't. They're not comfortable. There you go in their own skin. Mm-hmm. And so people, a lot of people know who they are exactly. They know where they sit. They know what they, because they have to live with themselves 24-7. So you know who you are. You know what you're about. Um, but to be comfortable with with you. To be comfortable with who God created you. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from the spiritual aspect, just if God made you to be um, illogical, be comfortable with the fact that you're analytical. Mm-hmm. Don't try to Portray an image of, okay, well maybe you're more this, or maybe you be comfortable if you're an extrovert. If God created you to be an extrovert, you're a people person, you like to talk to people, right. don't dumb yourself down. That's right. It's yep. an insult to God and your relationship if He gave you the gift of whatever your characteristic is, your personality, mm. to say, you know what, you made a mistake. I'm going to be this. That's no, He created you with that for a reason. Mm. And so a lot of people are not um, familiar. They're not comfortable with who they are. And I think they search for a purpose because they don't want to accept the purpose that God has given them. They search for uh, identity because they don't accept what God created them to be. God created you how you are. Whatever amount of toes you have, whatever amount of fingers you have, uh, hair or no hair, whatever you are, God created you to be that and be comfortable. People don't realize that their power, their authority, their anointings lies in your ability to be familiar or be comfortable with God, how God created you. People right. will always be at war with their identity because they won't accept it. That's right. Mm-hmm. I like that.
4: And and uh, one of the things that uh, I, I think about that scripture, Second Timothy uh, chapter three verse five, it talks yes. about. Uh, that you can, you can have a form of godliness yes but denying the power thereof uh just piggybacking off what she's saying is that is that when you don't embrace who you are yes you you really not embracing who god made you to be
0: that's right that's right and then
4: what what you end up doing is you 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 end up accepting a form of Ooh. godliness a form of god that's it and god, and then god talks about that's not. That's not the image of God. That's now right. You are going away from the image of God, who He created you to be, and now you're embracing idols. That's right. See, see idolatry and idols Come on. Uh, can can look like a god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they can become mm-hmm. a god in your life, but but they have no. They don't have the power of God. That's see right. see. Ooh. When we're created in the image of God, and when we have His likeness like she said you you embrace who god created you but you 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 don't but but you don't deny the power of god in you if that's god right. created you then you have you you have power in your tongue to speak death and life that's right you have power to declare over yourself you see what i'm saying that's right you you have power amen glory to god to to right. to re- embrace who you are to, to operate under the authority of who god created you to be that's right I was saying that same thing so many idols.
2: I was saying that same thing, Pastor Taylor, earlier, yep. using mm-hmm. that same scripture wow. um, that a form of godliness is your image, Ooh. and mm-hmm. the power thereof is your identity. Similar yeah. to what you were saying before, mm-hmm. um, if you know you have a million dollars in the bank, uh, you know that you're rich. But the thing is, people don't know their identity. So they don't know the power that they have, that you can speak those things that that be not as though they were. That's That's your mouth. God gave them dominion. You have dominion and authority over your own destiny, your own future. And because you don't know your identity, you're left with having, guess what, a form of godliness. You're left Mm -hmm. wishing and hoping for a future that you can decree and declare. You can lay hands. You don't have to remain sick. You can lay hands on that. That's right. God gave you an identity. We are made in his, he, we have his likeness. That guess what? Yeah. If he can do it, guess what? You can do it too. Mm-hmm. If he can speak a thing and that be not, and though it were, we can do the same thing. That's good. We Lord. are joint heirs with him. That means we have joint wow. uh, inheritance. Yes, sir. Yes. That man. means we can do he, one of the last things that Jesus said that greater things that you would do. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: That's so, good. But because we don't. We're not comfortable or we don't believe in who we are. We're going to chase an image of what it looks like. So I rather nowadays, people rather look Mm -hmm. like something than actually be that something. You don't have to look rich. You can be rich. (laughs) You don't have to look anointed. You can be anointed. You don't have to look like you have a a happy relationship. You can actually have one. You don't have to look like you're happy with yourself. You can literally... Be happy with yourself. That's right. But people don't want to take the time again yeah. to be acquainted with who they are That's and right. who yeah.
3: they are.
4: That's good. What's that scripture that says, let the poor say, I am rich. Let oh, the weak, yeah. I am strong. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Come on, Come sir. Out. Yes. Yes. Come you 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 can profess it because like she was saying, we we are heirs and joint heirs with Our identity is found in Christ. That's so right. I look at that. I look at that. That that like healing is a child, right? So 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 we have joint custody of healing. Come on, so right. <laughs> right. We have joint custody of deliverance. That's, That's right. That's our inheritance. That's right. ours.
3: Amen. <laughs> Holy you know, God. I was reading, I was reading, looking at this Philippians 4 and 11. And um, it says, not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am, there will no, there will to be content. Mm. See, that's another thing. We're not content in our bodies with who we are. Because okay. I want, you know, I, uh, I want to be this I want to yeah. have this I uh-huh. want that but here he is saying that he learned to be learned. content
2: mm-hmm.
3: I have to learn to be content in this body of who God made me to be Okay. because there's so many people running around here with an identity crisis going on <laughs> but not knowing that you were made in a certain way that's right because, um, so, I'm wanting what you got. That's where the co- covenant oh. comes in. Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. where that comes in. And I'm not satisfied with what I got. You know, that's right. And you know, it took me a long time, and I'm talking about me now, to be satisfied with what I got and where I am wow. because I wanted to be like them. Uh huh. I, I wanted that, okay. you know. But like you all were saying, you can have that because it's power in your words. There you go. You know, you can speak that thing into existence. You know, like Katrina. That's right. You already know. That's El right. Walton already know. I'm healed. I got you, Pastor Taylor. In, in Jesus' name, <laughs> I'm healed. Amen. You know, I'm healed. That's right. You know, I can speak what I want into existence. You know, I'm gonna stop there. No, that's right. Yeah, I can speak a thing into existence because yeah. we got power. Life and death is in death and life is in the power of the tongue. It's a reason why they put death first, then life, because it seems like we have a habit of speaking death over ourselves. That's right. And let me um,
0: and that's really good. Everything that's being said is so on point, and I really, I, I honestly pray. That if whoever takes a listen to this really, really receive these words of encouragement and wisdom, and I definitely want to put this out here, um, these spirits of uh, that come from trauma and rejection and abandonment. I had wrote that down because I've been reading. Um, in these last couple of weeks, I have been actually looking at some things even this morning, and everything that you guys are saying is actually really a lot of what I listened to earlier, which is which is really confirmation and on point. But we these uh, these um, identity crises. A lot of this comes from trauma. It comes from rejection. It comes from being abandoned. And so this is why we have to do our very best as ministers. You know, as um, as loving Christians, just as the people of God, as we know who we are, we got to do our very best to help these people who are coming from these type of backgrounds. Um, it's not just that we get this understanding, right, and that we can break free, but we got to help to break other people free. Okay, we can identify that there is a problem going on, but we have our due responsibility to help get these people free. Amen. To help deliver these people, we want people to experience the same type of freedom. In our identity. Amen. We want people to experience the love of Christ, the deliverance of Christ. Christ can set you free just like he did you and I. This ain't just for us. This is for everybody. We do this type of thing. We do this, this type of show just so if somebody happens to come on here and want to be delivered or set free or need something from the Lord, they can hear the wisdom of God. It's not about us, but it's about that the fact that God chooses us. Amen. He don't break us free so we can keep this information to ourselves. And I just feel led to say that this is for somebody. You have the same rights that you see somebody else have in Christ. Amen. There is no big or little. There's no respecter of persons. Everything that you might see God do for somebody else, he has that ability to do it for you. Okay. but guess what? He'll do it for you for the way that it fits you, the way that it benefits you, the package just for you amen and then let me say this one last thing I'm gonna read Ephesians real quick 1 um, and 11 I just want to read this in him we have obtained an inheritance having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will verse 12 so that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory verse 13 in him, you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. And then verse 14, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. So I wanted to uh, say that and read that scripture.
3: Anybody have anything to say? We got 10 minutes. Yeah, I was thinking, um, I indexing. Somebody was trying to explain that, that has something to do with your identity. Okay. You know, uh, I'm gonna look into that though, because my cousin is into that. And he was trying to say that I need to get indexed. No, um, something about, I guess your inner, your image or something. You heard of that? I've never heard of that. That's all. (laughs) true. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna look into that. I don't
0: know, mother. You be careful of that one. I don't know. That's how say Yeah.
3: Now my cousin into that. Quite a few people okay. are being okay. indexed.
0: Somebody might know no. that. Listen to this. They might have some. Yeah.
3: That. Somebody might know about this. Yeah.
0: Anybody have anything um, while we got our last few minutes? Index. indexing. to Now you got me curious now, Mother Mary. Now I'm about
3: ready to go look up. It, it, it came to my, my mind because this is what my cousin is always hey, talking about, well, trying to, like to up, me. I, I would like to look that up. That sounds like a change of identity or something that they do.
0: Yeah, it kind of sounds a little... Ugh. Okay. Natasha, uh-huh. um, <laughs> I see your mute is off?
2: <laughs> Uh. Last words. I would say Um. as we... uh close this year out people always say that uh there's a new me or that there's going to be a new a new year nothing will change in your life until you change come on now. nothing will change until you change your perspective your life won't change and guess what the the caliber of people that are in your life won't change until you begin to see yourself different get acquainted with who you are if that means take some time away get to know what you like get to know uh, God, take that time, take that investment in yourself and get to know the things. Guess what? And acknowledge the things that are not good about you. Acknowledge the things that are, that are, are great you about go. you. Come on now. Embrace you, all of you, because God right. is going to use all of you come on all of you he doesn't have a chance can he uses everything now. about you he'll change it but he will use everything about you but if you don't like you and if you don't embrace you nobody else will come on now love yourself the most important thing love god and then after you love god god will teach you how to love you that's right that's so right. now um and
0: who that was good that almost caught cool. i, I love like that. <laughs> But so like I felt the strength of Jesus run through me. But um I want to end it with this, and then I'll have Evangelist take us out in prayer. I want to end it with this. Uh, first of all, thank everybody for joining. Those I, I I'm gonna go back and listen to this. I enjoyed those words of wisdom, those words of encouragement. We have a great benefit package. I call it a benefit package in Jesus Christ. And I learned this in Psalms 103. Amen. i um, and in this benefit package, if you go back and read Psalms 103, you're going to see His forgiveness. You're going to see His that He heals. You're going to see that He redeems. You're going to see that He crowns you. You're going to see that He satisfies you and He renews you. Amen. Read Psalms 103. To me, that should encourage anybody. Okay, that comes into the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Also, I want to encourage you: go and read the Gospels okay, the Gospels of Jesus Christ, go and read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, preferably John, learn of Jesus, learn of his character, okay, and learn of what he's done for you and why he did it for you, amen, we put on Jesus Christ, so if we're putting on his righteousness, if we're putting Jesus Christ on, and we are to walk after him, then we need to know who he is, we need to learn of him, we need to become his disciples, amen, we need to be disciples, okay, so, you know, you cannot say, um, I want to be like Christ, and you don't learn of Christ. He wants you to learn of me. See how I walk. See how I talk. See how I act. You know what I mean. Um, see the love in me that I want to have in you, so you can show that same type of love to somebody else. So it is. It is a great thing to know who you are in Christ. It's a great thing to be saved. That's where it starts. You need to be a new creature in Christ. The old you needs to die. Okay, and there needs to be a new creature in order for you to know who you are in the Lord. It starts off with your salvation and then it grows on from there. Um, But this was a great discussion, thank you. Not but, because but cancels out everything else. And this was a great discussion, okay? This was a great discussion, I pray pray it bless somebody. Evangelist Mary O'Bannon, Mother Mary, do you mind taking this out?
3: Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for this time of fellowship. We thank you, Lord, that we could dig a little deeper in your word. And we could dig a little little deeper in your wisdom and thought, Lord, on this topic of identity uh, versus image, Lord. Because we need to know who we are, Father. You said in your word to take upon your yoke and learn of you, Lord. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Glory be to God. Help us, Lord. Draw us to want to know more of you. as we dig into know more of you, we find out who we are, Lord. So help us along the way. And Father, I pray that on today that we take that as an assignment Mm -hmm. along with the four gospels, Lord, to study, to really get in deep depth of who we are in you. Hallelujah. So we won't be walking around confused, Mm -hmm. not knowing, thinking we're this, but we're not, you know, thinking that we're that, but we're not. But we are of your image, Lord. And Father, I pray for everyone that's on this line, even Pastor Taylor, that you bless us throughout the day. Bless all of those that watch this uh, topic later on, that they be blessed. They get something out of this, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I ask, Lord, that you touch everybody that's on this line. Cover them, Lord, throughout the day on whatever uh, we have to do, Lord. We have to go out or whatever we uh, have to do on today. Lord, just watch over us. Watch over us and keep us, Lord, and bring us back to our, our destination. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for joining
0: Monday Midday Conversations. We will be back again before Christmas. Am I correct, Minister
2: uh, uh Up to you. We got one more before Christmas. Are you going to do the 20th? Yes. Yeah, one more before Christmas.
0: Okay, so we'll see you guys, and then we're going to break off, okay, and then we'll come back fresh for the new year, and I'm gonna be, I am gonna be—I will be discussing with my co-hosts about some on-the-move conversations, so get excited, because we ain't going to be just stuck behind these four walls on Zoom. Hello, okay? We're going to take it to the streets. Take I thought streets. you said to say that. <laughs> we're going to take it to the street. We're going to do some greeting and meeting out here, okay? All okay. right, love you guys. See you next week. December the 20th. All right. And if you don't happen to come back on, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year. See you later. Bye. Peace and love.
5: Hey, what's going on? What's going on, everybody? Um, I pray that your night is blessed. Um, I'm actually recording this at night. Uh, not sure when you will take a listen to it. But, um, you know, lately I've just been thinking about gratitude and thanksgiving. And um, I know that as Christians, you know, we are often told to give thanks to the Lord, you know, give thanks to God for all that he's done for us and being grateful, you know, for all that he's do for us. Uh, because granted, God don't have to do anything for us. The fact that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to die on that cross and to rise again. That's actually more than enough. But the Lord continues to keep on blessing us. Oh, give thanks. Amen. He keep on blessing us, even in the midst of our mess, in the midst of our folly, uh, in the midst of us just being wretched. You know, he keep on blessing us. Um, The bottom line is we are saved by faith. But just, you know, don't don't get it twisted as long as we're on this earth and dealing with this flesh we are we are very very much so in need of him every single day we stand in need of him every single day uh there's not one man on this earth who is not fighting flesh okay but let me tell you this the more you get into the word of god and the more you grow closer in relationship with him the more you grow closer in relationship with him um The easier, I would say, it gets to maintain uh, your salvation in Him, you know, your freedom in Him. Um, And you don't have to really fight this battle on your own. You fight this battle with the Lord. God is doing life with you, okay? Jesus Christ is doing life with you. Um, And so we give our cares over to Him, our burdens, you know, we give it over to Him. And we actually take the, his yoke upon us, his burdens upon us, because they are light, and they are not meant to take us down, they're not meant to have a struggle, and have to be boggled down by the cares of this world, you know, that's the whole point, one of the whole points why Jesus Christ went to that cross, because he wants you to rest in him, you know, he wants you to rest in him, and put down the work, okay, put down those works that don't profit you nothing. Amen. Our works now are for the building of the body of Christ. That's for the edification of the kingdom. Amen. We don't labor for salvation. Okay. We can rest in Jesus because he already completed and fulfilled the law. Right? So now we get to just rest in him and we get to pick up his laws, his works. Okay. Um, and we don't longer have to live by the world system that drains us and takes us out, you know. Uh, we don't have to live by the world system. Um, trying to live in this rat rat race and competition and things of that sort. And we even do this in the church, you guys. Competing in titles and, you know, we don't feel important unless we have a title. Unless we've been, you know, um, given some type of... Position and all of that. You know what? We've been called to win the loss. We were once lost, and now we're found. We've been called to win the loss. But how can we get about our calling to preach this gospel of Jesus Christ if we're weighed down constantly with depression, oppression, sin, weights, you know, that belong to the world? The Bible says in Romans, you know, we are now a new creature in Christ, Romans chapter 8. You know what I mean? I believe We are a new creature in Christ, right? We don't have to live in that old way, that old man walking after the flesh. We can now walk free. You know what I mean? We can walk free and walk after the Spirit, okay? Um, And as we walk after the Spirit, that's life. We win. You know, we got life, everlasting life. We win, okay? Does not mean you won't have struggles. It just means that in Jesus, you are an overcomer. You understand? Romans 8.28 says that all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and who are the accord according to his purpose. Amen. We are conquerors in Christ Jesus. We overcome by the words of our testimony the blood of the Lamb. Amen. We are overcomers. The Bible says, I believe Isaiah 54.17 that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Amen. No weapon. Okay? Trust in the Lord. Proverbs 3 verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lead not to your own understanding and all your ways. Acknowledge him. And he, who is he? Jesus, the Lord, our Savior, shall direct thy path. We're not in this fight alone. Amen. We're not in this fight alone. God is fighting, I want to say with us. But you know what? He, he dispatches angels concerning us. He's fighting for us. He's in the ring for us. Come on. And really, he's battling for us while we are out in this world, going out to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, letting a dying world know. Come on, somebody, that Jesus went to the cross. God sent his only begotten son, that whosoever shall believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's good news because when you believe that from your heart and you confess that Jesus Christ is Lord out of your mouth, come on somebody, and you be baptized by the fire of the Holy Ghost, baptized in that water, that old man washes away. Come on. And come on anew amen, this new creature, you mean to tell me that all of that old stuff gets washed away, I'm no longer that person anymore you mean to tell me that God is not going to hold that against me is that what you're telling me, that I don't have to live that life, I don't have to remember that life, I can walk a new creature in Christ and live by uh, Jesus Christ's principles and his rulings and his kingdom, amen and God gets to give me blessings and benefits and 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 Hey, even instructions and teachings and uh, uh, and sometimes reproach, you know. (laughs) You know, sometimes rebuke, sometimes instruction, you know, leading and guiding us in His way. It all works for the good. Sometimes it might even seem painful the way that the Lord deals with us, but it's all for the good. Come on, somebody. It's all for the good. Now that you are a child of God, it's all for the good. Come on. It's all for the good. You might be struggling right now. You might be going through something right now. It might not look promising right now. Yeah. health might be failing right now. Come on somebody, your mind might seem like it's losing right now, but it's all for the good. You got to trust in the Lord and give all those cares over unto him. And the Bible says in Hebrews 11, in Hebrews chapter 11, he says, "Come, when you come to me, you got to believe that I am who I say that I am. You got to come to me with faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So just because you don't see it, but it's the Faith of God that you believe that he can do it. It's faith that is the matter. It is the material that you need to bring to the Lord and say, I know you can do this. I know you can heal my body. I know you can heal my mind. I know you can deliver me. I know you can set me free. I know you can supply all of my needs. Why do I know this? How do I know this? Because I know you're God. Amen. And I know that you live and I know that you care for me. I know that you love me. Come on, somebody. You have an awesome track record. You never fail me. Come on. I've been up and I've been down, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken. I've never seen the righteous begging bread. And who are the righteous? Is it the perfect so-called man? Is it the one who is without sin? Come on. Is it the goody two-shoe? No, the righteous is the covered. Come on. The righteous is the covered. The righteous is the one who's accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. The righteous is the one who wears his garments. Amen. Who wears his garments. Come on, somebody who puts on him every single day, who reads that word of God, believes in the word of God, lives the word of God, who trusts in him, who with his heart believes that he is so, that he is the I am, that he is God. These are the people, these are the people who are the righteous, not the perfect man. Come on. Not that there's only one perfect man, and his name is Jesus Christ. He is God. He is without sin. That is not who we are. Amen? But we're striving to be like Jesus. We're striving for perfection. Other than that, on your best day, you're nothing but filthy rags. Come on. Anybody glad that Jesus went to that cross to destroy everything negative and nasty and wretched about us? That we don't have to pay the penalty of death? Come on, on your best day without the Lord, you're paying the penalty of death. Come on, and that's damnation, eternal separation from the Lord. Are you not happy? Are you not joyful? Give thanks that you don't have to see the pits of hell. Come on, somebody. Jesus is covering you. When God the Father sees you, he sees his son, Jesus, covering you. Come on. Come on, somebody. His love and his mercy. Come on, his His grace on your life. You got a lot to be thankful for. Don't you give up. Don't you give up. You got a lot to be grateful for. God bless you on tonight. I just wanted to send words of encouragement your way. Be lifted in the Lord Jesus. Be lifted. Come on, put your head up. Be lifted. Um, It is, at this time, 2 a.m. in the morning, and uh, my voice sounds crazy simply because it's trying to have a strep throat, throat, sore throat, shall I say, and I am not having it, okay? So, I have been drinking tea and hot liquids and all that but I wanted to take a moment and I wanted to take some time to encourage whomever needs encouragement right now in regards to uh, being understood or misunderstood. You know, when you're misunderstood, it's frustrating. You know, when you're trying to have a conversation with someone and you're misunderstood, it's not that you, you know, want them to jump on your side or, you know, agree with you with everything that you say. But when you're misunderstood, that's when you get frustrated, okay? You get so frustrated. I know for me, when I'm misunderstood, it bothers me, like it rubs me the wrong way. I'm not asking you to agree with me, um, but I'm asking you to understand you know what I mean? And when you don't understand what I'm saying, um, it frustrates me. And so oftentimes I think, well, could it be the way that I'm communicating? Or is it the fact that, you know, maybe what I'm talking about, the person isn't interested in? Or is it the fact that whom I'm talking about, that person may have... Um, I say a great view of them and maybe they don't want to receive what you're saying because of how they view them or is it that um, you know just sometimes is it purposely done do people dismiss what you say purposely you know or is it me you know am I misunderstanding something is my perception a bit off here you know Regardless of everything that I just said, the bottom line is, you still feel crappy, right? When you're misunderstood, you feel crappy. And I think it depends, on who the person is that you're talking to. You know, because I know for me, I don't talk to everybody. And so the people, the very few people that I talk to, I want them to understand me and not make it a point to misunderstand me. Well, I shouldn't say make it a point. I don't think that would be the case. I think that if we don't say things in the way that um, they would probably say it, you know, maybe that could be a problem. And I'm just making some assumptions right now. So I wanted to say that to say this. Be encouraged. I understand that being misunderstood can get you down it can damper your feelings put a damper on your day I understand that it could even be discouraging and it could hurt your feelings okay I get it I understand that you might want to shut down and you know just throw in the towel and You know, not deal with people and go into a hiding place and just be there, you know. And hey, for some reason, I believe the enemy wants to isolate us. He wants to discourage us. He wants us to believe that, you know, no one hears us. No one understands us. And maybe it's not that people are misunderstanding us. Maybe it's the enemy trying to creep creep in. To set, um, to set some things off in our spirit to make us vulnerable uh, to other, you know, uh, spirits that come in when certain gates are open, you know, gates of rejection, um, gates of, um, uh, how do I say this? Um, abandonment, okay? Now, you might say, Being misunderstood doesn't make me feel abandoned. Oh, yes, it does. You know, let me explain this to you. Growing up, growing up, we have experienced so many things in our childhood. And the fact that many of us have not addressed them um, properly um, is one of the reasons why we deal with uh, the things we deal with in our adult life. Come on. Um, spirit of rejection, trauma, abandonment—you know those things—if they're not dealt with, if you're not healed from them, if you're not, if you have not been made whole—then um, there's going to be times where the enemy is going to use the familiar to distract you, discourage you, stop you, isolate you, and, and how do I say this? He wants to. He is coming to kill, steal, and to destroy your destiny, your future, your now. Amen. And I want you to be aware and I want you to open up your eyes to what the devil is trying to do. He's trying to stop you. Come on. He's trying to 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 put an end to to your future, to put an end to you. But I want you to know that the Lord comes to give life. Come on. The Lord comes to give life and he comes to give it more abundantly. Come on. See, we have to learn how to fix our eyes on the things that are above. Amen. On things that are eternal. Come on, somebody. You know, if you don't know the Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ, if you don't know him on today, it is in your best interest that you get to know him. And the reason being is because the Lord wants to fix your heart. A lot of times we respond the way that we do. A lot of times we take in the way that we do, our perception is what it is because we have heart issues. Come on, there are some things in our heart, come on, that God needs to be able to go in and perform surgery. He needs you to give your life over to him. He needs you to receive him as your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on today because God wants to go into your heart. He wants to fix your heart heart. Come on. See, I understand because even as I speak to you on today, I'm speaking to myself. Hallelujah. We've been through the storms. We've been through it, y'all. We've been through the trials and the tribulations. We've been through the rejection, the trauma, and the abandonment. Hallelujah. And I don't think anybody really has took the time out to say, you know what? What you've been through was hell on earth. And I want you to know That I'm sorry for what I took you through. I'm sorry that you had to experience that. Come on, because a lot of times we like to brush over what has happened to us. We've been through some things and it has not been easy. But let me tell you something. Come on, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Do you understand me? Whom the sun sets free, Jesus Christ, whom He sets free is free indeed. God wants you to come unto Him all who are heavy laden and burdened. He wants you to give your life to him so that you can lay it all down at the altar you can lay those weights down at the altar you don't have to carry it another day hallelujah he wants to do away with the old creature and he wants you to put on the new man this new creature that has a new mind a new heart come on those experiences those things that happened to you amen Those, those things that made you vulnerable that made you angry and suspect God wants to take it, ball it up, and throw it into the lake of of forgetfulness to be remembered no more, the lake of fire to burn. Come on, God wants to put his Holy Spirit on the inside of you that it may live and have the power. Come on, to come up against the the wiles of the enemy, those same tactics that he likes to use to destroy you. But the devil, he is a liar. He cannot have your life. I speak victory over you. I speak healing and deliverance over you. I speak salvation over you over you and I believe that if you just say yes to the Lord come on even though others might misunderstand you if you learn to say yes to the Lord come on it won't matter who misunderstands you because God understands the depths of your soul God understands you but guess why because he created you he made you he understands you he knew you before you were in your mother's womb come on he set you apart he ordained you you for such a time as this come on if God before you who can be against you and so as I get ready to close because I want to rest my throat but as I get ready to close I want you to know that the Lord loves you so much that he loves you he cares for you he's concerned for you and he wants you to turn your heart over to him will you do it Will you confess the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior? Will you believe in him and walk out on faith? Come on, what is it that you have to lose? You didn't tried everything else. Oh, Lord Jesus, you didn't tried everything else. Now try God. Try Jesus. Try him. He wants to set you free. Come on. So even if you're misunderstood by many, you won't faint. You won't lose heart because you know that God understands you. He loves you. Be encouraged on today. Give your life to him. Give your heart to him. And watch him work in your life for the better. God bless you. I pray peace and blessings over your life. But um, sometimes you have to pick up and go on about your way, you know, without your family. And um, you have to be willing, you know, to still do the work of God, um, even if you are alone. Amen. Not necessarily lonely, but you might not have a crowd with you uh, to go on and, and, and support you while you are doing the work of the Lord, while you're journeying on for God and um in the in 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 building his kingdom and doing his ministry and doing his work um we do become weary in well doing even though the bible says do not become weary in well doing the reality is at some point we will become weary in well doing but the bible says do not become weary in well doing and in due season we are going to reap a reward Amen. Uh, We're going to reap. We're going to see um, the great outcome of our faithfulness, even if we don't have family and friends journeying with us, okay? Um, We have to be willing to leave mother, father, sister, and brother in order to do the work of God. And in many cases, you're not leaving them. They are leaving you. And I want to send out words of encouragement to somebody on today, early on this morning, or whatever time you may come across this recording. I want to encourage you, and I want you to consider the greats in the Bible. Come on. I want you to consider, amen, the greats. Uh, I want you to consider those, amen, in the name of Jesus, who went went on with their life uh To do the work of the Lord, it was lonely for them. I'm sure uh we don't read everything we don't I mean we don't have everything in the Bible about what the Lord wants us to read, but there is many cases where I could see uh the people of God have become lonely doing his work come on not everybody is with you not everybody's going to support you not everybody is going to understand you Um, not everybody is going to believe in what you're believing in and in many cases people will separate themselves from you. Come on. Some people may think you're a Jesus freak. Some people may think you're super religious. Some people may think you're doing too much. You know, some people may think that they can't be comfortable around you because of who you represent. Come on. And they may divide themselves away from you. Come on. They may go their way, okay, and don't want to be found. And I'm here to let you know, that sometimes we have to let people go, amen. There is seasons where we have to let people go. We have to allow them to depart, amen. We don't need to try to pull them back into our circle. Sometimes you just got to let them go. And if there become a season where the Lord will restore, and if it be that, then yes, it will be done, and it will be done in decency, and in order, come on! Um, but we're not going to beg and plead for anybody to stay in our lives. We're not begging and we're not pleading. Jesus is the perfect example, a man who could not invest himself into his family like that because he had a ministry that he had to fulfill. Amen. He had to fulfill a ministry for the entire. World, so he could not confine himself just to his immediate family. He would not have been able to move along in his ministry. He had to do things that had to go even seemingly as if he was over his own mother, but it, it was not so. He was ministering, he was about his ministry and being about his father's business. Come on. And so um, there's plenty of times where he had to go and do things, you know, that his family looked at him and wondered what in the world and why, you know, um, knowing who he was, Jesus and God, you know, they had high expectations of him thinking that, you know, because this is my brother, because this is my son, you know, that he would do this or he would do that. But... He said, whoever believes in God, whoever worships God and believes in Him, that's family, that's his mother, that's his sister, that's his brother, you know what I mean? It's not just by blood. And so I wanna encourage somebody on today that your mother, your brother, your sister, your father, all of these people by blood, come on, may not really be in your life the way you desire, but God will send you a people that will support you and be in your life and will help you and guide you, amen, and walk with you and support you and encourage you along your process. Sometimes we pick people up along the way, amen. That's why we got to keep on walking forward because along the way there is people planted in our path, amen. I said there's people planted in our path. Come on, that God is going to um, give to us that uh, will help aid us along the way, help encourage us, amen, help support us, love on us. Come on, we got to keep on moving forward. Come on, we have to move forward. The key is to press toward the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. We don't look back and wallow and uh, what we don't have, and there is a time for mourning, but joy cometh in the morning. Come on, there is a time for mourning, M-O-U-R-I-N-G, but joy cometh in the morning. So I'm here to encourage you on today. You might not have the support you think you ought to have from your family and friends. They may have fallen off. Maybe you have fallen off. Maybe the disconnect has been real in a very long time, and you're just in a grieving process because you want family. But I'm here to tell you, if you got the Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ, that is family. Hallelujah. And the Lord knows exactly what you need when you need it. Do not give up on your dream. Do not stop moving forward in Christ and building of the kingdom. I don't care if all you got on your team is one. That is one enough. Come on. And in the process, God will grow you. He will grow your support. He will grow your family. Come on. They might not be by blood, but they're connected by the blood blood of Jesus Christ. Come on. And in many cases, that is better. Really, in every case, anything that the Lord provides is good. Come on, somebody. Be encouraged on today. Pick your head up. If they were supposed to be there, they would be. Hallelujah. Do not discredit those who are there. Do not overlook those who are there. Come on, sometimes we just have to be grateful for what we have, even if it's a faithful four and no more for now. Amen. Be grateful. Amen. Your ministry is important. Come on, and God knows what you need. Come on, somebody. So we got to get focused on our ministry. we got to get focused on the people assigned to us, making sure that we stay on our P's and Q's. Come on, somebody needs to hear the love of Christ come out of you. Somebody needs to see the strength of God from you. Somebody needs to be encouraged by you. Somebody needs to be preached to by you. Come on, somebody needs to be delivered via you. Hallelujah. So we cannot Stop because we are discouraged. On today, be encouraged. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Pick your head up. Put them shoulders back and get ready to stride. We are going to keep moving for Jesus. And along the way, this is a word for somebody. Along the way, along the path, God is going to plant your supporters. Amen. Along the path. Dry your eyes. Come on, come out of morning and be blessed on today and continue to do the mighty, necessary work of the Lord and watch God move mighty in your life. God bless you. Have a blessed morning until we meet again.